this and Ziploc that Right on my waistline is why I kept that strap I remember nights, I didn't remember nights I damn near went crazy, I had to get it right Now I'm your favorite rapper's favorite rapper Hey, Now I'm your favorite trapper's favorite trapper The absolute truth, yeah, no joke Who me, I'm Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Trap Draw Podcast. My name is Randy. I am joined by my guy, Tron Carter, Mr. TC from Florida. TC, good afternoon. How are you doing? Good day, Randy. Good day to you and good day to all the Trappists out there who have been, been staying all over Mr. Poosh. We appreciate it. Absolutely. We're, we're going to hold Mr. Poosh to account a little bit this episode, as we always do, as we always do. Uh, before we get there, let me thank Mr. Jeezy, of course. Thank you, sir, as always. Uh, TC, let's thank a sponsor right off the top. Who we got today? Yeah, a friend of the program reached out to him after his last appearance. They said, hey, why don't you sponsor the program? You've been on twice now. Mr. Drew Pond, Stone Creek Coffee. Uh, I've been way caffeinated lately, like very, very caffeinated and just, it's that time of the year. I'm trying to fight through some fatigue, a backlog, some of those days where it's like you work for 12 hours and feel like you didn't get anything done. But thanks to Stone Creek coffee, I am just going nuts on my, my coffee maker. It's been awesome. So energized. I've been drinking their, uh, their cream city blend. So I just got back from, of course, I was in Scotland and then I was in Cincinnati and I had a bag of the Cream City waiting at my doorstep. TC, you you know how excited that makes me as as one of the foremost creamy boys. Yeah, we got the anaerobic stuff. We got the Cream City. There's there's all sorts of good stuff. The Cream City is awesome. It's like the perfect, I don't know, it's a great blend for me. Uh, we don't have to tell the folks about the Farm to Cup sourcing, the Certified B Corporation not to be confused with like a Charlie Hole certified B, uh, <laughs> certified you know, B, certified bad B. Yeah. 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 But you know, we're, we're talking about a small independent business hustling out of the great city of Milwaukee. Drew's great people and like sources this stuff himself. He's passionate about it. If you've listened to him on our previous episodes, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't go back and listen to those and just go to stonecreekcoffee.com slash trap draw. Again, that's stonecreekcoffee.com slash trapjaw. Use the code trapjaw. That's all one word. Trapjaw for 15% off your first two orders. And if you have any coffee-related questions at all, please email drew at stonecreekcoffee.com. That's D-R-E-W at stonecreekcoffee.com. He's happy to get you dialed on your coffee game. And just really, he's just a pleasant person overall. And there's, there's an NLU mug in there. We've never done an NLU mug before, Randy. Yeah, I got one of those delivered to me. Uh, and folks, you don't have to be in Milwaukee. I just want to underscore that. They obviously ship anywhere you are. So for sure, check them out. And I mean, that's the funnel at work, getting guests and friends of the program to then become sponsors of the program, TC. That is the dream. Exactly. And, and figuring out how to, how to do it best yourself, right? We're a DIY podcast. So how to how to maximize your coffee game at home? We're saving you money in the long run here. Amen, amen. Well, thank you very much to Stone Creek Coffee, wonderful new partner, TC. Let's dive into some mea culpas. Uh, Should we offer one on behalf of Mister Poosh? I, I mean, a lot of people reached out. 
where from the from the NFL team draft episode saying Poosh refused to pick quote massage boy and then immediately opted to take Mr. Bob Kraft's Patriots, not realizing the irony at play here. Randy, I'll say hand up on our end for not calling him on it in the moment. Right? I know. I know. Yeah, we, we got to be better than that. Maybe I'll apologize. TZ, I don't know if you want to apologize, but I certainly will apologize for not catching that. That's fair. I'll apologize as well. Uh, and you know what? I'll apologize on behalf of your, your Bengals as well. Just Ooh. They do not get off the good starts, it seems, under the Zach Taylor <laughs> regime, under the Joe Burrow sure regime. Uh, tough, tough day against Massage Boy up in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. God, awful, awful. We're going to talk a little sports. We can revisit that, but um, I'll apologize too. That was that was a, a shitty showing. What else do we have? Well, God, great segue here, TC. <laughs> Speaking of shitty, I think you have an apology. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I referred to the diarrhea flight, the diarrhea plane as Delta's flagship A350 when, in fact, it was an A350, but it was not one of the ones that's their flagship. This is one of the ones they bought off of uh, LATAM, the Latin American Airlines, uh, you know, and also a, uh, a um, what's the, what's their alliance? SkyTeam. SkyTeam Alliance okay. partner. They bought these off of them. So it's not this flagship Delta One product first class product all that but so i i regret the error we'll get we'll get more to the diarrhea flight we've got more updates on that front here later in the show i think um, i just flew I, I think i just flew one of those a350s that they had recently purchased uh from atlanta to cincinnati and whoa i i think it was might it a wide been, body no, no no sorry it wasn't uh, an a350 but it was a new yeah it was a new plane, and they didn't have any bells and whistles. No, no TV monitors in there. No Wi-Fi yet. And the flight attendant huh. made a point to say we we recently purchased this airplane from another airline, and we have not finished retrofitting it to Delta standards. Okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Poosh, apologies. I just wanted to throw this one in here. Poosh bragged about the Niners. Our Niners, my Niners, Pooja's Niners, having no arrests in the in the recent past, despite Charles Amenahu being arrested like in, back in January for for domestic violence, and then and then the Chiefs picked him up. So, which disgusting of the Chiefs, you know, no surprise there, just total Amen. bad. Thick people, um, but yeah, Poosh, come on, man. We 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 can't have multiple apologies on your behalf. That's that's no good. You got to be better. And then lastly, the Uts folks uh, up in you know southeastern Pennsylvania, uh, Maryland people, all these people all over me. They're vilifying me still for the, the pronunciation of Uts. Uh, I apologize. I, I referred to it as Uts, and I can't. I cannot say I'm sorry enough. We got. I got Pennsylvanians reaching out to me that I attributed Uts to Maryland when it's actually a Pennsylvania company. I think they're owned by Snyder's of Hanover at this point. Uh, so again, I apologize on all things pretzel related there. Thank you. That's really big of you. I hope that will quell their, their displeasure. We'll, we'll have to wait and see though. Randy, we, we, um, our entire agenda got upended yesterday. I did the agenda on Saturday afternoon. Did some work Saturday and, and then yesterday breaking news coming across the wire. Um, 
and we this had to hit, lead with it. Yeah. This hit on about every recurring theme of the trap draw, too. I mean, this was if if, if there is a tailor made story for the trap draw, this was it. TC it involved our dear good friend Adam Pacman Jones. Can you walk the people through what was going on? Yeah. So I guess Adam uh, Pacman Jones, my guy, Mister Pack, he was going to the Monday Night Football game in New York, uh, or I should say New Jersey, uh, which we'll get to that. He flew, uh, he was flying to Newark on a United flight. Uh, maybe he's got some of the similar things going on where he's, he's unsure of, cause I know he used to fly to Denver a lot as well. He might be unsure of, should, should he be flying Delta or United? Uh, evidently he bought two seats on this United flight. Uh, and his his outlet didn't work. His USB. I'm not sure if it was USB outlet or his his full you know 12 volt or whatever charging outlet there didn't work. He wanted to be moved to another seat. I guess he made made some sort of kerfuffle, and uh, they they charged him with terroristic threats. You know, Such obstruction bullshit. of a police officer, all sorts of stuff. Um, so yeah, not good, not good. I'm. I'm trying to get to the bottom of it, but all this could have been avoided if the plug would have worked. And do we want to mention the airline TC? We do. It's United. Uh, mm. He's he was flying mm. United. Mayor Pete even weighed in last night. Kind of re, you know quote retweeted the the uh, one of the the news articles. You know it didn't didn't mention Pac Man by name, but but uh, you know of all the of all the altercations and all the disturbances on all the flights nationally over the last few months. This is the one time that he's called out one specific incident. Um, Pac-Man, they said his, his, his breath smelled of alcohol. Uh, he was released from Boone County Detention Center yesterday morning, and he said he was asking some of the media that were assembled there if his breath smelled or if he looked drunk. They said he did not. Uh, he had a, he had a strong strong defense of himself. Mrs. Pacman was there. She's the best. She's a hitress. Um, I will say, Pacman he he posted something on his way to the gate. This is a six a.m. flight. Posted something on his way to the gate. He was kind of slurring his words uh, on Instagram before he pulled that down. TMZ picked that up, but. This whole thing is just, you know, CVG, great airport as well. You were mentioning that. People uh, people were saying, Randy, I never realized CVG is a delightful airport. I said, it, it, it really is. You know, it's clean. It's it's pretty new. They got a lot of local stuff in there. Thank you for recognizing. It's, it yeah. is a nice airport. Um, maybe Pac-Man was, was, you know, blown away by how good the airport is and... and I just like what I don't understand is why they like I get going back to the gate. I don't understand why they made everybody get off. There was a TikTok that Bunky sent me <laughs> where they made everybody get off the plane. And it shows like a full three minutes. Pac-Man, he's cussing out some passengers that were not happy. <laughs> if they were t- <laughs> that, uh, business, he, Monday morning businessmen going to New York. It's uh it's tough. It's tough. I'm gonna I'm trying to stay on Pac-Man's side of this thing. Uh, I'm hoping it was some, you know, flight attendant on a power trip or something like that. My, my I feel like my allegiance to Pac-Man is stronger than my allegiance to T United. Even this is my guy. I know uh, he I was know. coaching. He was coaching youth football last night on the gram. Uh, he was running on a treadmill this morning. It seems like everything's back to normal for him. So, 
I, I I totally agree with you. I'm I'm confident as we continue, it should be said, as we continue to track the situation, we're we're working sources in and around the tri-state area. I I can't help but hope and believe that in the end Pac Man will be vindicated and hopefully his good name cleared. We just gotta get the outlets work in TC. Like I know, I, I know Mayor P was more coming at it from we can't have unruly passengers on airplanes, but Mayor Pete, let's get the outlets working. Let, let's do that, right? Let's, I, let's I hold these the airlines to account. Scott Kirby, hey, we got to have working cabins, right? The IFE has to work. All this stuff has to work. The guy bought two seats, two seats. Like, you know, you should give him twice the attention. Like, you exactly. know, so uh, Randy, we're, you flew through CVG yesterday where people people a buzz about it still was anybody talking about it i had a i had a mid-afternoon flight out of cvg on united i wish it was a buzz with the pac-man stuff but honestly i didn't hear a single word uh, i did notice some people trying to reschedule a canceled flight which i didn't really think much of at the time but connecting the dots it may have been some folks on that early morning newark flight one lady was upset she had booked a first class ticket for she and her husband they put her on a new flight not in first class the united folks are trying to explain well you know we we give priority to the people that have booked on this flight their original flight and points and yada 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 i was out of there before that came to a conclusion seemed like it was about to get messy but tc no you know i i didn't hear much about it cvg bunch of professionals down there they continued on with their day yeah, I mean Pac-Man. He's a businessman. He's just going to the game, probably on behalf of McAfee. There, he's he and and he even said to some of the the assembled media, some of the, the local broadcasters, he said, "I'm media too. I get it. Report the fucking truth, people. <laughs> <laughs> Report the facts." I would encourage everybody go to my Twitter account, watch his his impassioned defense of himself. This is like he's been in so much hotter, deeper shit than this. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, this is this is what probably 15th 20th arrest at least see it sure seems like that sure seems uh, like, that. like he, he's always good for one a year but also like like pac-man adopted chris henry's sons chris henry's son that's going to ohio state oh. next or in next year in two years or three years as a star wide receiver like i think yeah. pac-man's a flawed dude but i think he's i think his heart is always in the right place I think that's exactly right. I it, my total armchair analysis would be I feel like Pac-Man is a passionate man and he he also suffers no fools. And when he feels like he's been wronged, such as buying two seats TC, two seats without a working outlet and the problem doesn't get resolved, he he just can't let that go. He can't let that slide very easily. And you know, unfortunately it resulted in some alleged terroristic threats and, and other On 9-11 we forgot to mention <laughs> that's true. This, was, that's true. this was the morning of 9-11 <laughs> that's tough that's tough god uh, that's yeah listen we'll keep monitoring it so you don't have to if this All goes right. to trial we might have to go on location and and report from the boone county courthouse we'll see we'll see uh, uh yeah god where where do we go from there Cody sent over the, you see the energy secretary was, was on this whole junket across the country to you know, kind of tout, you know, electric cars and recharging and all that. And 
They, they couldn't find chargers. Worse couldn't than find that. enough chargers. Yeah. Worse than that. I was reading this article, and it comes from NPR. They were talking about because they were having such trouble finding electric plugins uh, at some of these stops along the along the way. They had a, a gas powered vehicle. I, I assume a big SUV go and just park itself in front of one of these electric chargers to essentially hold it, to reserve it for the energy secretary when she would later in the day need it to charge up her electric vehicle. And it pissed a lot of people off. And TC, I stand with the people. I, I would be infuriated. That is like that is an abuse of power to a T. And honestly, like these are the people we need to throw. We need to throw some people in jail. So yeah. Jennifer Granholm and her staff, I, I think we need to we need to consider legal action. It's it's awful. Yeah, former uh, former governor, two term governor of Michigan. Uh, yeah, people were pissed. I guess one of the people that was pissed was was, was somebody with a a uh, a small child, a toddler or an infant, trying to charge. Uh, it's disgusting. And the, like the whole like you can't force the electric stuff on everybody if the electric charging infrastructure is currently dog shit if you don't have a tesla seeming correct correct so and, and listen i'm all for a big build out of a charging network that can work with any manner of totally. electric vehicle i think that would be wonderful but until we get there we, we cannot have the energy secretary just flouting her her power and her role and denying the citizens of of a charge it's it's <laughs> awful tc a, a, uh, a family with a baby in the vehicle was that was boxed out was so upset that they decided to call the authorities involved. They called the police, and you know, I shame shame on the police for not putting the the energy secretary or, and her entire team in jail. Yes, you know if you're gonna put like and really. Pac-Man, he's he's upset about the charging infrastructure as well. Just a different. <laughs> That's exactly right. And they're putting him in jail. Exactly. God. Where's the consistency? God, you know? that's messed up. Uh, there was Randy. There was a hurricane in the Mediterranean, which is crazy. Uh, there's that hurricane Lee yeah. out in the in the Atlantic. It's churning things up out there. I'm a little bit worried about Maritime Canada. Our friends up in Nova Scotia tracking that. Uh, big big news breaking last week. I know you were you were crushed, uh, Jimmy Buffett. His yeah. untimely death. I'm 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 a big Buffett guy. I think Buffett's the man personally. Like nobody's ever sold out harder than Jimmy Buffett <laughs> and gotten so much credit for it. Right. And I say that like as a compliment. Yeah. I know. I, I mean, of course it's a little bit of a bit, but I respect the guy. And I like I, I can't say I like all of his music necessary necessarily, but I do like some of it, certainly. I'm now kicking myself that I never actually went to the Margaritaville in Jack's Beach when I was down there. That feels did, like it. Did you ever? Well, you, you, a you, you can still go. Uh, True. B Brendan Porath put something on his Instagram story where they did like a I think it was a buy one get one free for some like Jimmy Buffett or Margaritaville themed like seafood at Costco, and he's like. It was like right after his death, and he's like, "Are they honoring him with this? This is, this is outrageous." Randy, did you ever go to a Jimmy Buffett concert at uh, North Bend or at, at uh, Riverbend? Riverbend Amphitheater, Cincinnati. I did not. TC, I never have. And truly, the Parrotheads, like Cincinnati, is is the epicenter of 
Jimmy Buffett yeah. selling out and developing this cottage industry where he brings the beach and the island vibes to places, landlocked places all through the Midwest and all across this great country. They yeah. love them in Cincinnati. I went to uh, one of his concerts there. It was unbelievable. People pulling their boats up. I felt like the Ohio River. I felt like I was down in Aruba or, yeah. or down in the, in, in the BVIs. It was crazy. Uh, just a just an unabashed capitalist in the best way. I respect the hell I, out of Jimmy Buffett. I did read a. I don't have it in front of me, so I can't credit the author. But it was it was a very oh, it was serious. a New York Times profile, right? From a few years ago. Well, no, no, no. no. It, it uh, was a thread right after he passed away. This this very serious thinker. I, I don't think it was a bit. If it was a bit, it was a tremendous bit. But he was saying, why are we honoring Jimmy Buffett? This, all he did, his message to people was, forget about work, shirk your responsibility, <laughs> go live on island time. And God, people were apopl- People were losing their freaking minds, TC. It was so good. But it was also like, be so, like, buy all this stuff and then have it lead you to this unhappiness where you have to escape. Yes. It was, it was yes. this whole cycle. So. R.I.P. R.I.P. To, to Jimmy Buffett. For real, yeah. Uh, Lil Kimmy's doing all sorts of stuff. I don't have to tell you that. No. Uh, you know he's he. I guess he refurbished some submarine. He's going to shoot missiles off of, which is pretty provocative. <laughs> which he is took sick. a train to see Poo Daddy in Moscow. <laughs> uh, train travel. That's sick. In your own train. And then I guess hackers stole like forty million dollars in crypto from an online casino to fund his nuclear program. That's the good stuff. That headline certainly caught my eye. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's honestly that feels like a Robin Hood situation, Robin from the rich to to give to the poor. I, I don't hate that plan by the North Koreans. <laughs> Maybe they stole it from Solly, right? <laughs> I know, I know. I hope. But yeah, uh, we got some sharks attacking yachts in in Australia. I know we had the the the, the orcas attacking different vessels now we got sharks attacking vessels we'll continue to monitor that for people um i i'd say if you're if you're going out onto the high seas you just got to know that you're stepping into other mammals other just animals predators domains and this type of stuff can happen if, if the sharks got with the whales and are kind of running their own surprise plays i i mean Sucks for the yacht owners, but I don't hate it, TC. I just can't bring myself to hate it. I respect it. I respect it. Stay stay vigilant out there. Speaking of staying vigilant, uh, I got such a chuckle out of all the Burning Man stuff over the last couple of weeks. Of the you know all the mud out there and people getting stuck and I, that, that I whole scene. The, just take it all away. I, yeah. I'm good. No thanks. Yeah. I'm I'm good on everything. I, I didn't have the attention span to kind of see the story through. Like, have people gotten out? Is it resolved? Do you have any idea? I think it's mostly resolved, but it sounds like they left behind a bunch of a bunch of shit. Just like a bunch of you know all these bikes. And, right. Yeah. yeah. It's like all the you know all these coastal elites just you know and like the I guess it's the Bureau of Land Management that then the Burning Man people have to pay them to clean shit up. It's it's not good. I I will say I. I hate Coachella much more than I hate Burning Man. Okay. That's we, fair. We can get rid of Coachella first and then we'll come after Burning Man. Are you anti like Bonnaroo and No, I'm not anti Bonnaroo. I, I'm not 
I've never been, but I'm not. It it doesn't bother me. Like I, Coachella bothers me the most, just because it's all the betches and all the yeah, SoCal the people. Is yeah, it just seems like an influencer gathering a little bit. Yeah, okay. and you can buy like private in Coachella where you can buy like rent it out like air conditioned tents and shit. I think so. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. thanks. I'm just nah. not a big like music festival guy in general. Or just festivals. I just don't like festivals. I'm I'm right there with you. I don't think I've ever been to a music festival. Yeah, I haven't been to one in decades. Uh, I've never been to yeah. Lollapalooza. You know, there used to I, be I'm one not, called Music Midtown in Atlanta. It's great. It yeah, was, it was great, but it was like I was in high school. You know, it's just like a good excuse to like go get drunk and. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I can go to sleep in my own bed, great. I, I'm just not for anything where I got to sleep uncomfortably in like a dirty, uncomfortable place. It's like, if I'm not going to sleep in a bed, if I'm camping, like I want to be like out way out in the wilderness under the stars, like a a million miles away from people, you know? Exactly. Exactly. um, Randy, there was, there was a big expose in in New York times about college dining halls and just about how like, it's impossible to feed these kids now because there's so many fucking dietary restrictions and allergies (laughs) and it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's jumped the shark. All these intolerances and, and you know, just uh, sensitivities. It's, it's ridiculous. What's, what's the difference between an allergy and an intolerance? It's a great question. That's like a philosophical question, right, Randy? Because I can get down with, listen, I'm allergic to peanuts. Okay, cool. Yeah, you know? that's totally uh, fine. We're not, we're not getting on anybody. It's just like if you're no. blind and you have an animal. Like, hey, right. you know what? Like, if you have a seeing eye dog... Totally cool. If you have a seizure dog that like you're gonna die and this this animal can recognize the signs of this seizure, totally cool. I'm all for that. If if it's a gluten intolerance, I, I don't even know what that means really, but yeah, I just struggle getting all the way with like building out a whole meal plan for those people. I TC that might make me totally I'm sure, I'm sure we're gonna hear a lot about this opinion. But I even just, gluten intolerance, I'm fine. There's there's all sorts of stuff. You can eat vegetables, you can eat different yeah. Like when you get down to like I can't have this oil or I can't have that or oh, yeah, it's like no. It's ridiculous. Like I can't have any sugar whatsoever. Then like cool. Like go make all your own food. Get the fuck out of here. We're pampering these kids as is. They they yeah. they gold plate the dorms, they give them you know these rec centers and and dining halls and student unions it's it's gross what happened to dorm rooms without air conditioning and 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 a bunk bed in there that's what i want to go back to amen it was a it was a luxury to have your own mini fridge yes 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 oh yeah i totally agree um you see there was a couple of contractors that that broke a hole in the great wall of china (laughs) i did but i didn't really was it like malicious? Did they accidentally do it? I, I didn't really. Seems like it was kind of in the middle. Story. This is per the BBC. This was about a week ago. They uh, severely damaged it. This is in the central Shangxi province. Used an excavator to dig through it. So it sounds pretty malicious. They were just trying to create a shortcut. So <laughs> <laughs> 38 year old man and a 55 year old woman. Uh, this is in the 32nd Great Wall. They dug a big gap. So, yeah, it, it was irreversible damage to the integrity of the main Great Wall, and the mm. safety of the cultural relics. So, uh, not that. good. Not good. No, I hate that. I hate yeah. that. 
So we'll see if anything comes of it. Um, I got a Panama Canal update for you, Randy. It sounds like uh, things are st- stopped up, TC. Yeah, they're just, again, the congestion, right? They're only letting so many through because there's there's not enough water. They, they've gotten a little bit of rain, but not enough. Uh, the congestion's gotten so bad that one shipper paid $2.4 million to jump a line and get through the waterway. That's that's per Business Insider. Um, Dude, what do we think about like that? like a whole auction. You know, it's... I, I it's, don't know if I hate that. It's great. Yeah, I think... I don't know. I mean, it's, it's kind of one of those things as a consumer, a lot of that stuff's probably going to get passed down to us. I think like 60 or 70% of the the you know we got a lot of that liquid natural gas going from the gulf over to china there's all sorts of global trade considerations in play here mm. randy so mm. we'll see what happens we'll, um, yeah we'll keep an eye on it i know sure. nicaragua had talked about building their own canal uh for a while there's that'd a be sick if we got a few there. different yeah if we got a few different canals yeah you know we're we're all for it you know infrastructure let's improve our infrastructure so we don't do enough big grand projects anymore yeah. at least not in this country yeah uh what else we got monitoring ysl ysl um, what's what's going on yeah there was i, I think s- there was a conviction last week the guy kept trying to yeah. act like he was i don't know if he was insane or had some severe mental disabilities seemingly this was all an act her like everything that was put up on social media and just all like the, the uh, headlines or whatnot. He, he was, he was trying to kind of plead like, Hey, I can't, uh, this is, this is one of the co-defendants in the case. And I, I guess they, they convicted him and they've also tried I'm, I'm, to get him dropped from the other case as well. I'm, I'm, I'm reading something from hip hop, uh, hip hop DX.com. The, the YSL RICO trial, this is from five days ago, the YSL RICO trial had been paused until YSL Polo faced separate murder charges. But now the pause has come to an end and the co-defendant has been convicted, TC. Which, yeah. Sounds like you know, not good for YSL Polo. My mom's coming down here this weekend. I can get an update from her. I know she's been tracking things pretty, pretty closely. Okay. She's probably pretty familiar with YSL Polo. Um, yeah, he was the one that was trying to basically get out of this murder rap by acting uh, yeah, completely insane. So, yeah. uh, gosh, we got rush probes continues to, to, to do work up mm. there. Rumors. Wolfie reached out. He said that if Hoover or some of these other teams continue to lose, uh, they could look at bringing rush probes back. <laughs> So, what, what do we have to do to get Hoover to, to set their sights on Urban Meyer? You know, I, I feel like that's the next stop for Herb. Although I, I can see Florida and Ohio State wanting Herb in the not too distant future. But would love to see Herb get in with a mega high school team down south. Yeah, there was some some stuff about Pell City. They're they're fundraising. I guess they're they're doing all sorts of fundraising so the team can go stay in a hotel the night before the games, all that stuff. And they're basically saying like, "Hey, this is all we did car washes, we did all sorts of stuff to kind of earn this. It's not taking any money off the table for anybody else." Hmm. So hopefully, it gets back to you know where they're doing traffic stops and shaking people down and using that to fund the football program. Amen. Amen. Uh, Randy, your guy, Cocaine Mitch, oh, keeps freezing up. God does Nancy's it. running for re-election. How can we get it's, these olds out of office? We got to get the olds out of office. And, and 
this is you throw Diane Feinstein, your girl, into the yeah. mix here. We we gotta get these olds away. What I can't understand is Mitch McConnell. You're what eighty some years old. You've made a fortune by this time. God knows how, being a, a senator from Kentucky, and like what at some point, just go enjoy it, man. I, I don't understand this need and this desire to just keep on running. I, I don't get it, TC. I'm. I don't know if I'm for a strict age limit for congressional members, but I am for an annual cognitive test. Which I think that's what DT's calling for with Sleepy Joe, right? <laughs> right. Throw Sleepy Joe in there, yeah. And if you fail, you're 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 done. We'll we'll, we'll go down the chain of succession. Yeah, I, I think it's it's time for a national like wider conversation. Yes, pastime. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, did you see the San Francisco woman shutting down the or trying to shut down the pickleball court? These NIMBYs, uh, TC, out in San Francisco. <laughs> it, it's incredible. It's incredible. First of all, pickleball, I'm I'm totally out on. I remain I am totally out on. I am too. I, just get it all out of here. It looks like... Go play like, tennis. Go play tennis. Exactly. Go play real tennis. It, it, it feels like, you know, I was reading something the other day. They're getting some of these tennis players that are more or less washed up, but you know, mid thirties, they, they can't cut it playing real tennis. They're going to play pickleball now. And they, they were wondering if pickleball is going to become like the champions tour is to golf. Will that be pickleball to tennis? And I just, I'm, I'm pre I'm unsubscribing from it all. I hate pickleball. I hate that they're ruining tennis courts. I, it just seems like the lazification and fatification of America. Go play tennis. Go run around a little bit. Use some quick twitch muscles, for God's sake. We might have to get my mom on just to talk YSL, defend pickleball, all this. It's loud. God, all the olds are going to be mad at you, Randy, with your Buffett takes, with your pickleball takes, with your anti- Get, get them out of Congress. Takes. Uh, I guess this, this San Francisco, I mean, this was in the Pacific Heights neighborhood. Uh, she was trying to shut down some of the local pickleball courts down the hill from her. This despite having a pickleball court in her own yard. It's disgusting. She again, I would arrest her. Let's let's foreclose on the house, repossess it. Maybe we can knock it down and put the pickleball courts there. Uh Randy, I gotta I gotta do this to you. Your floor is yours. Do you wanna do you wanna address any of this Kroger news that's been floating around? So I will address, so a couple things here I think are on the radar. There's something going on with SoftBank, which I'm hoping you might be able to (laughs) fill me in on a little bit. But I also saw, I think separately, that they paid $1.2 billion as part of uh, an opioid settlement. And I want to say specifically to that, good on making Kroger pay, and I hope they paid to the fullest penny. I, I, the more you read and hear about the opioid epidemic and just how powerful people and institutions and families are getting away scot-free any any type of account that that anybody is held to i am absolutely for so i'm glad they had to settle with the opioid stuff i i have no idea what's going on with softbank well i guess they're they're trying to uh offload about 400 stores between kroger and albertson's to cns wholesale grocers uh this is per bloomberg and SoftBank would scoop these up. I'm not sure under which name or umbrella or what they would rebrand these stores as. But again, this is monopolistic Kroger, Randy. So it's not uh, good. It's not good. You know. 
Uh, that was everything I had in the monitoring section. Today. <laughs> our guy, our guy Victor Bout uh, over the uh, arms dealer. It was, I think, released for. Was he released for Brittany Griner? That was the trade. Yeah, I saw some funny <laughs> Instagram reel talking about like Brittany's putting up seventeen and eight in the WNBA, and they're like, Victor's not doing shit. Seems like a lopsided trade. Uh, well, he's, he, he's trying to get into local politics. I saw. So yeah, uh, we'll. We will have to track that. Um, want to thank our next sponsor, though, Randy. Another, yeah, let's go there. Friend of the brand. I'm actually going up to see them this coming week. I'm I'm flying up to Newark for the day, kind of like what Pac-Man was was trying to do earlier on. This is our friends at Holderness and Born going to see their new facility in Armonk and look at the the spring 2024 stuff. You believe that, Randy? Are you looking at 2024 sourcing? No. Do you like even years or odd years better? I always like even numbered years better. So That's I am looking forward question. to 2024. I think I, I'm, I think I'm with you. I, I think I prefer even years, just evens yeah. in general. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure Blocky's probably sourcing stuff for his pro shop right now too for for you know spring 2024. But uh, I'm currently wearing the <laughs> Duncan shirt. It's got kind of the darts on it. They're they're repeat like their their pattern polo stuff i used to be a striped guy they've converted me completely to these patterned polos i've got this uh this dart one on right now they've got the duncan the sanders the lucas they got the fighter jet one the bird is like the it, it kind of looks like the twitter icon the old twitter icon before elon mm -hmm. it's that's like my favorite one of the bunch uh the shorts i've been wearing like crazy lately too the harwood the slater and the carter uh, I now, like are those, to think they're named after yours truly. <laughs> now, are those um, are are those like khaki type of shorts or or like an athletic material type? No, of they're short? golf shorts. Yeah, so okay. they're golf shorts. But like, so the Carters, I believe, are the the cotton twill style ones. The Slaters are the performance ones. I've been beating those up here in Florida. Great length. I think they're like eight point five inch inseam, point seven five, something like that. Uh, Carters are nine inch inseam, I believe. But uh, yeah, been been beating those up they've got a little like the waistband is awesome it keeps the shirt tucked in i know that's important to you randy keep yes, the shirt tucked in yeah uh, awesome stuff so hbgolf.com and then put in nlu 15 that'll get you 15 percent off anything in the store they got all their new fall stuff coming out the colors are awesome sankity and I'm trying to think what else they got sankity there sconset they got this like really cool light purple uh all sorts of great stuff that i actually prefer some of their non-logoed stuff like i got all sorts of nlu logoed stuff in there i, I prefer some of their non-logoed stuff because it's so clean you don't want to muck it up with a logo i would recommend going on there they got some rider cup stuff in right now with just the cup on there very clean not that big shield thing okay. as well uh i got some mid-am stuff in there from sleepy hollow all sorts of cool stuff so hbgolf.com wonderful let's go to sports now shall we we shall. A lot going on, big. A lot going on. We kind of haven't spoken since the Michael Orr situation dropped with him. Big Mike. Yeah, big Mike. Him suing the uh, what? God, what's the family's name? I'm drawing a blank. Toy, the, the Toy family. Yeah. Toy. Toy. Yeah. And they're uh, saying, you know, what's he talking about? We've supported him. Everything's on the up and up. You know, my guy Michael Lewis is getting dragged into this. It it's a it's a messy situation all around. Yeah. The, uh, you know, I know actually one of the, I think the daughter is married to one of the FedEx, one of the sons of Fred Smith, the FedEx founder. 
all sorts of tentacles on this one. So maybe my guy Art Smith is involved. I don't know. The Michael Orr stuff, it's tough. I'm wait I'm I'm awaiting more information to come out. But it seems like that's timed up with this book that he's releasing. It sounds like the family's very wealthy anyway. They own a bunch of Taco Bells. Yeah. I know. There's ample ample reason, I feel like, on either side to just be cynical of of a lot of things. I, I'm like you. I I'm certainly can't call it right now and I'm in wait and see mode, I think. Hugh Freeze was involved. <laughs> like you know, everything everything I take any like anything in anybody that is related with Hugh Freeze, I I take with a grain of salt. I would say whatever side Hugh Freeze is supporting is kind of my I will naturally take the other side. Uh so we may have to have Bunky on at some point to kind of yeah. walk us through this. Um Bunky would be a good candidate, you know, friend of the program, trying to maybe funnel him into sponsor of the program someday. Yeah, absolutely. With his, with his oil drilling operation. <laughs> I believe it's natural gas. The natural uh, gas, excuse me. Did you see the AI Jerry Jones? Jerry I, No, and I'm glad that I didn't. What, what did I miss? I guess there's this room you can go into a Jerry world and you can, you can go talk to this ai like hologram <laughs> jerry jones and it's like sentient it can answer you it's crazy that's gonna be like that's gonna be the cowboys owner once jerry passes i feel like he's just gonna leave everything to his ai the sentient ai hologram yeah we'll get to some nfl stuff here in a bit but uh randy i've been tracking the uh, zombie pack 12 it's so good have you been tracking the uh they just got a restraining order oregon state and washington state yeah for yeah, a the, restraining order in court their board meeting where it's just just the yeah. two of them on the board now and exactly. i guess like the commissioner is still working and he has to figure out how to get everything through but nobody likes him on either side and nobody trusts him and like there's there's all these you know there's liabilities i guess they owe comcast like tens of millions of dollars but they also have you know, some some assets there with the Pac-12 logos and likenesses and all that. They've got future NCAA tournament units or uh, past, you know, tournament yeah. units from basketball. All sorts of stuff flying it's, around. Screw, it's fascinating. I'm totally with Oregon State and Washington State. Screw every institution that's leaving. A, a lot of these institutions wanted to pillage the the Pac-12 coffers to help with like transition costs to their new conference homes and. You know, they have their regular board or what was their regular board made up of all the institutions and essentially Oregon State and Washington State made the argument like they have very publicly stated that they are leaving. Yeah. They should not be on the executive board anymore of the Pac-12 and and the judge, at least initially, has agreed with them. I, I hope Washington State and Oregon State do whatever it is to best benefit them. I've, I'm, yeah. I will ride with them. Totally agree. Even like throw your thumb in the eye of your sister institutions in your own states. Yes. Yes. Ones I can't blame all that much are Stanford and Cal. No, they, they kind of got left, you know, without us, without a seat at the musical chairs. Um, And then Colorado, like they, they left kind of on their own volition and and I don't really mind what they did. No, I honestly think Colorado alum. (laughs) So, well, I think geographically, Colorado to the Big 12 or what we used to think of the Big 12 makes a lot of sense. So I, did, I didn't necessarily mind them. Moving. How about SMU? Uh, 
like basically saying like, hey, we will essentially pay to join the ACC for the next like 10 years. Yeah. I I mean, I don't blame them, I guess. It, it feels like if you're not going to get into one of these ACC, Big 12, SEC, Big 10 conferences, like you're just going to be shut out, at least when it comes to football. We'll see with basketball. Uh, yeah, I think it's truly like we are desperate. We'll do whatever it takes to get yeah. in with the big boys, including like I think they're foregoing, they're yeah. foregoing revenue for like seven years, um, conference revenue for seven years or something like that. It's nuts, man. Like where where the hell is NCAA leadership? Why can't they just carve out major power football and let people go back to their old conference affiliations for? all the other sports, certainly the non-revenue sports. It's so dumb. I, I college totally sports agree. is being ruined. Just do like a premier league, you know, do a top yes. level and do the top 40 teams or whatever. It's, it's disgusting. And there's no really adults. Is. Everybody's greedy. Like, and what's to stop some of these conferences from like, I think at what point does the sec look around and say, why is Vanderbilt in our conference? Why don't we get rid of them? Oh, Big Ten is yeah. going to say, "Hey, why? Like, like, let's get rid of Rutgers and Maryland." I mean, the Big Twelve—it's yeah. already Big Twelve is a great basketball conference, and they're struggling. They're going to struggle to integrate, you know, uh, some of these schools that are coming in because they're not great basketball schools. You know, right. it's 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 tough. It's it, I don't know. It's just and like that brings me to my next thing is we're Miami of Ohio alums i would pace i would give so i don't give the university any money except for the golf program we, we give the golf program big friends of the golf money, program huge friends of the golf program don't I, hit me I, up I for money yeah until you guys drop down to, to fcs one double a whatever we're calling it for football I, and otherwise I know. what's the point well i i'm with you but my best guess will be once once major college football figures their shit out, it's going to be the MAC and it's going to be a lot of current G five teams take like the top half of FCS, whoever wants to like come into this new division and just create like a football conference that has a big end of year playoff, sixteen teams with and and can we just make it reasonably? Can we make the economics of it reasonable, right? Yeah. For for these institutions, like let's just get back to like having some semblance of traditional college football. I, I don't. I hate saying the word like student athletes, but you know, guys that go to Miami, they're going to class. In all likelihood, aren't going to play professional football. There should be a, a place in this world for us as Miami of Ohio fans to like enjoy football games, right? And but we I just would don't much rather them be able to, I would much rather them be able to play like North Dakota State and William and Mary and go out to Eastern Washington, Davidson and Eastern Washington, and you know, like it, it, like just there's so much more similarities between that and it's it's the same thing with like what the PGA Tour is doing with the elevated events. Like there's so many more similarities between the Barracuda Championship and the John Deere and all these other ones yeah. to corn fairy events than there are to like the majors at this point. Just let's just call it what it is. But like, like what's the point of Miami grinding all year, getting a couple revenue games against Miami, Florida or against Ohio state or whatever. And then, you know, getting the shit kicked out of them and then grinding all year in the Mac to go play in like the Bahamas bowl. And, and 
spending a Doesn't ton of money out of pocket versus yeah. being able to play in a playoff against, you know, go down to Chattanooga for the final or play in the playoffs and be able to win a national championship at something. I, I would get so much more excited to follow them in a, in a playoff again versus your North Dakota States and Eastern Washington's than I ever will like, Hey, we're seven and five and made the mobile bowl. And I've been to mobile bowl. It was, it was a fun time, but it, it truly is a game that just does not matter. And if you really want to, you know, take, take a, you know, reimagine the FCS playoffs and put some of these games in like traditional lower tier bowl cities. If, if you want, you know, if, if you don't want to do home field advantage, I, there just has to be some type of solution out here. And I would love to see the Miami of Ohio's of the world, like be proactive about your future. Don't just, don't just take whatever the power five conferences like, they're just going to be reactive. They're going to go do their thing and, oh, okay, well, we're just all left down here. Uh, what do we do? Like, start planning that shit now. Start start building something because what they're doing now is is totally unappealing to me. It's it's really a shame. And speaking of unappealing, you know what? I, w- I will give money to the university if they fire Chuck Martin. <laughs> God, they went down and just laid an egg, I guess. I didn't watch any of that opening week game in, uh, in Miami against the U, but just no offense. I, I, all reports were they... They ran about four plays. It was like shotgun run, shotgun run, fade route, punt. I'm just so sick of the offense, TC. I just no can't turnovers. watch this offense. No yeah. upside no whatsoever. No, no explosives at pew, all. Pew, pew. <laughs> I, it's just an ugly... It, it, the the aesthetics of the offense it it strikes me as like not very creative, not in keeping with yeah. the trends of of college football over the last decade. I, yeah. The match should away. be like a Petri dish for offensive innovation. Yes. Spread sure. stuff and all that. It, it yeah. makes me Let's sick. Weird. Chuck Let's Martin, weird. It, like your time is up. Like, they're playing out. UC again this week. They haven't beaten. A, I, I feel like there are kids that are, are driving, probably enrolling in college that have never seen Miami beat UC. Well, I hate that Wolfie like just crows about the football. I, I just, it's horrible. It's hor- I am optimistic though, TC, about the Miami basketball team this year, but we can hold that conversation until winter. Okay. Uh, do you see Kirk Herbstreit's comments on Ohio State? Fans? Yeah, he was getting in. He was getting in asses a little bit. I, I don't have direct that. quotes in front of me. Just totally repudiated a bunch of bunch of fucking weenies and losers and just creeping, creeping <laughs> college kids out and high school recruits out and all that. Just totally unhinged fan base. It's great. It's, oh, God. That's, uh, that's what else sucks about college football. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm done with it, man. Uh, Mel Tucker, your boy. Oh, tough. boy. <laughs> Mel. I mean, like... Like they're clearly so, looking for a reason to for, like to fire you because they don't want to pay another eighty five million dollars. Awful. Guaranteed. I mean, it was an awful contract the day they signed it. But yeah, to to uh, to to sexually harass a like one of the foremost famous sexual assault advocates. I don't know, man. You got to be an extra level of stupid or arrogant to do that. It's even like, if 
even if just to be the devil's advocate here, even if he is getting framed for this and she's doing him dirty, it's still terrible judgment, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would say the, uh, and then we had El, El Asico this past weekend, the uh, Iowa, Iowa State game, <laughs> uh, which so it's been great. just fantastic to see both those programs just completely roiled by this whole uh, sports gambling uh-huh. Uh, scandal. <laughs> Kirk Ferentz, like Kirk Ferentz, he should not have a job anymore. Brian Ferentz's son is already behind on his on his points quota for the year. Uh, <laughs> it's it's crazy. DT was there. D- yeah, D- Daddy I, D was there. I was gonna say I saw Daddy D there. Oh God, what? Did a, you what see a, the picture of Daddy circuit. D and the uh, the governor? There. With the guy uh, flicking him off behind yeah, the guy him? flicking him off in the background? Yeah, I that did. was great. I did. Uh, anything to say about Coach Prime? Uh, certainly nothing bad, because I think he might hear it. I I was totally unsure of what we would see from him, and through two weeks, it could not have been more of a slam-dunk home run hire for the university. Uh, football... Colorado Buffalo football is a buzz here in Denver. It's it's a lot of fun. I, I'm actually looking forward to watching one of their games. I think they have Colorado State maybe this weekend. Yeah. I'm going to try to catch that. Big rivalry game. I, I think they play that at uh, Empower Field, right? I, maybe they used to. I, truthfully, I don't know where they're playing it. I, I think Colorado State's like not good, though. So I, I Prime might run it up on the boys. Doesn't Colorado State have like a new new stadium, a sweet new stadium mm. up there? You're asking. Uh, me I've questions. never been to Fort Collins. The answer to okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, no, no. Uh, I'll go up. I, I'll go up and do some investigating for you, TC. Okay. Uh, what else we got? Garth Bryles was on the field for the at the end of the Oklahoma game, talking about sick people. Yeah, with the, uh, didn't the Oklahoma OC like take a picture with them? What's his, no, it's the Oklahoma OC uh, Levy. It's his father-in-law. Oh, it's his father-in-law. Okay. Yeah, so, he, so, so he had to issue a mea culpa yesterday. Yeah. I mean, um, listen, I understand Art Bryles being family makes it a little bit of a complicated situation, but my guys got to understand, like, Art, like, nobody really wants to see or hear from Art Bryles. Yeah. Yeah. And he looks awful, which makes me happy. Yeah. So. Um, let's see here. Yeah, it, it looks like the Colorado State Canvas Stadium, Sunny Lubbock Field at Canvas Stadium looks, looks okay. delightful. May need a full report. Get up there. Yeah. So, uh, lastly, is Texas back? Uh, TC. I didn't think they made a good hire with bringing Sark in, but am I wrong? I mean, I didn't watch any of the game. You, you tell me. I, it feels like they must be back. Beating Alabama good. by ten. They got. They got dudes at like defensive end and offensive linemen. Like it's they got backs. They got that AD Mitchell kid from Georgia, number five. They they got some dogs, man. How's this quarterback, the the Quinn Ewers, who he's good. originally started out at Ohio State, but then he's, quickly transferred. Yeah, he's good. He sounds. He seems like he makes quick decisions and smart kid. So I don't know. I'm okay. I'm cautiously I'm optimistic to leave Ohio State. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um US Open. Have any reaction? Oh my god, I'm so happy for Coco. I feel like I've been I, I told our mutual buddy 
Nick Kelly, Nico at the beginning of the year. I'm I'm riding for Coco. Yeah. She pays it off with a US Open win. I legitimately I thought it was really cool seeing that video of her as a young kid dancing around in the stands. And here she is, still a young kid, nineteen years old, winning the US Open. I, I think it's great for I think it's a great for tennis. I think it's particularly great for American tennis. I, I'm I'm a big Coco fan. She seems like TC, and I'll cue you up for this, but she seems like for us a nice antithesis to certain things we, we don't really like about Naomi Osaka. Totally agree. I think we were, we were shitting all over Poosh on Saturday after the final. The final was awesome. Uh, she looked like she was dead in the water you know, early in that second set and just came back. I mean, loved seeing her go after that Laura Sigmund earlier on in the tournament. The German yeah, lady was like playing a first slow or second shit. Round. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. She's just, man, I just really, she's a bulldog. She seems like a wonderful person too. Like just genuinely like, like rooting for her. Her family seems extremely well adjusted. Yeah. Um, like that embrace with her dad at the end. I don't know. I, very rarely do I get moved by something in sports anymore, and that was that was one of those instances. And she's just, yeah, it's great. Which is which is crazy how well adjusted seemingly she is for somebody that turned professional as a what fourteen, fifteen year old. Yeah, and it just usually that's a recipe for not great things. But kudos to her. Obviously, kudos to her family, her her team. It was, yeah, it was, it was wonderful. Love seeing that. Yeah. I feel like she's like everything we wanted Naomi Osaka to be as far. And she's just got so much more personality and just seems yeah. just like a genuinely good person. I'm like, yeah. How about uh, on the men's side? Did you watch the final? I did. I, you know, Djokovic just fucked, fucked the Russian guy up. <laughs> I know. I was bummed. We were, we, we weren't given the Alcaraz Djokovic. Yeah. Uh, I think it would have been what round three this year that, I mean, those two guys are for me head and shoulders above the rest, but Djokovic is just, he's a machine, man. He, I, I don't know what else to say about him. It's just super impressive. 24 of them now, 24 grand slam titles. It's nuts. It's crazy. Um, Jimmy Butler being there was awesome. I, I enjoyed yeah. that so much. Just him just getting deep into the tennis. I love the US Open. I love Wimbledon. I just like these big ass, like these major tennis tournaments. It's awesome. Amen. The way that they're covered, the way that I think ESPN does an exceptional job with them. Um, shout out to Chris Fowler, like his schedule over the last two or three weeks, bumping back and forth between Thursday night football games and Saturday football, and and you know, uh, you know, all the tennis matches. Like he's he's a pretty remarkable. Uh, there's workforce. there's really nobody involved with the U.S. Open broadcast that. I, one that I even dislike, but like I, I think they're all great in their roles. Like from Chris McKendry to you know Pam Shriver, Chris Everett doing the the big women's yeah. matches, McEnroe Fowler, you know Brad Gilbert will pop on, Cahill will pop on. Like I, I just really enjoy their whole team. I I'm like you. I look forward to all these big majors. I even like Drysdale. And you know, he's he, yeah, I do sometimes I get I get freaked out that he's gonna say something you know, <laughs> you're always quietly racist. Feet. Yeah. 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 But, I know. Uh yeah. It's yeah, it's great. Uh Rafa's dad, I wanted to give him a shout out too. Just oh. spitting fire on 
naming Sam. names, essentially calling everybody Fluffers. but Alcaraz a fluffer. I, and it's honestly, it's hard to argue with him. He's like the the young guys now are so much worse than the young guys used to be. It's it's insane. Except for Alcaraz, I, I totally agree with him. Uh, you sent over that match fixing article. I thought that was that was super interesting. I saw that the ATP just or they're they're trying to institute like a seventy five thousand dollar minimum pay thing to kind of bring the level up because yeah. there's what ninety five percent of these pros are losing money hand over fist traveling the world and it, it makes them vulnerable so it, it's a washington post article it's it's very long so we don't have to like we'll let people read it it's called the maestro the man who built the biggest match fixing ring in tennis uh by kevin seif i hope i'm pronouncing that right could be seif kevin seif um from september 7th but yeah essentially talking about him preying on the lower ranks of tennis to, to build this match match fixing ring, uh, as you said, because a lot of people with the travel, uh, it's just a losing proposition, and it makes them obviously more interested or I guess vulnerable to this this illegal gambling stuff. And there's so many matches; it's so much easier to fix because you can just you know put a ball in the net or yeah miss, miss one closely and there's there's so many matches there's so many tournaments there's so much money being bet on tennis just from a volume perspective it, yeah it's it's crazy um should we should we thank our last sponsor here before we got, we got a little bit more sports and and some odds and ends yeah uh shout out to omni hotels that's right fall golf Ooh, fall golf baby get up to God, the uh, leaf peeping up at Mount Washington, up in up in in New England is going to be awesome. Uh, I'm sure the stuff with the Homestead, where DJ and KVV played their match, is going to be crazy. The Grove Park Inn, down in Asheville area, they got some yep. good golf there. Uh, heck, Randy, it's even it's even cooling off down in Austin, where you played your match against Poosh. It is. I've I've been hearing reports that the temperatures have dropped down into the 80s for most of Texas. It it feels like a, a cold snap down there. Can you imagine it being like 100 to 105, essentially continuously through May? What what do we do? I I this is an ad read, so I'll I'll get off my I'll get off my high horse. But yeah, it's insane. Uh, Barton Creek down in Austin. It would it would make a great kind of late fall, even early winter destination. Tons of good fall golf around Omni. Of course, we're taking our NIT on the road for the first time to the PGA uh, Frisco Resort, the, the newly opened one there Fields outside Ranch. of Dallas. Justin yeah. Fields Ranch. Uh, yeah, they got the, the Hans course, the uh, Hanson Wagner course, and the Bo Welling course. Randy, you got to get to Bedford Springs at some point. That's the one that Neil and I played at. Yeah. Uh, up in well, Central after PA. here. I was going to say, after hearing you guys l- legitimately rave about the golf course and seeing it with your film room, check it out uh, on our YouTube. I, I really do want to get there. It looks I'm awesome. I'm sure it would have been 10 times more scenic. The Canadian wildfire smoke was kind of putting a damper on things. Yeah. They still haven't apologized either no, for that. No, they haven't. Canadians. So, um, but yeah, anyway, go to, go to omnihotels.com slash NLU. Find all the details there. Again, that's omnihotels.com slash NLU. Omni is O-M-N-I hotels.com. So we thank them for their support of the Trap Draw. We 
We got a good stable of sponsors in the boat right now for this fall, Randy. We do. Who would have ever thought? Yeah, look at us. Look at us. Lucky ass little podcast. Trap draw. Where do we want to go next? Do we want to do any reaction to NFL? Just some quick stuff. Just some quick stuff. We'll we'll kind of keep the takes for our bigger shows, but would I mean obviously the Bengals were were putrid. So I'll, I'll get out in front of that. We mentioned that off the top. They the timing looked awful. The offense looked like they had never practiced together. It just sucks that you know Joe missed a large part of camp again this year. And yeah, it just speaks like. They can't just roll up week one without the reps and expect to turn it on. They they were awful last year against Pittsburgh. They were awful this year at Cleveland. And there is something about the Browns. The, the Bengals have been really, really bad in Cleveland. So part of me is like, well, you know, they got blown out last year in Cleveland. They got blown out this year in Cleveland. I don't necessarily think it's time to panic yet, TC. They got a tough game at home against Baltimore this weekend. Definitely looking for better things from the offense. I, I think if, if Burrow looks lost still after this weekend, then it's time to panic. Maybe the, the leg just is not healthy yeah. right. Uh, I think the Browns' defense might be legit. Too. They're good. Yeah. I mean, they have good talent. That's always been the thing. It's just how good is Massage Boy and, and how good is Stefanski? I, yeah. I, I don't necessarily trust either one. I mean, Watson wasn't great. I, any... Yeah, any competent but, opponent. I don't. I don't think you know Watson certainly didn't stand out. Hackman was unhappy about the coaching again. Uh, yeah. Listen, I'm going to give him. I'll give him four to six weeks to kind of okay. get in groove there. Ruiz is all over Twitter, the ball knower, saying that he, uh, you know, that that Herbert is the bona fide number two QB now because <laughs> Allen and Burrow just shit the bed. Uh, but what did what did Herbert do? I mean, exactly. I didn't watch that game, but he lost Got a bunch of popcorn stats, and then basically shit down his leg down the stretch to, you know, and and all of them were like, oh, like the you know the defense is bad. Staley's a bad coach. Yeah, at some point, like you gotta you gotta win football games and and be good in certain scenarios. And he's not good at the end of games when it counts. Thank you. Yes, so, I mean your guy too though looked looked great. Did I'm glad I, I'm glad I flip flopped on that one. Looks good. McDaniel's a stud, man. I know, really but is. Tua is gonna be. He's gonna get broken at some point. You just I hope have not. to think that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lions beat the Chiefs. Um, that was whatever. wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Jackson Mahomes. You know that's things of that nature. Falcons you offense. Feel- like I'm. I'm so out on Desmond Ritter. I could not be more out on Desmond Ritter. Like they won twenty four ten. I'm good. I can't believe Desmond Ritter is like they ever tried to make him a thing. Like he was fine in college. I I don't know. I I never got the like. Let's just turn this over to Desmond Ritter. I, I feel like you could go sign a lot Bizarre. of guys. Yeah, hey, they've got like Heineke. Heineke, like I legitimately just like. Can we just throw Heineke in there? Bijan looked good. Drake London had like two targets. It's crazy. Uh, like you know they spent all this. All this draft capital on these these is Kyle Pitts doing weapons. anything? Pitts isn't doing anything. Drake London, I thought he was going to have a monster year. It's it's bizarre. I can't I can't figure it out. Art Smith, I trust him. I just don't know what he's up to. I don't know what he's about. Uh, they need to go get somebody like Jameis. Oh, 
I think that would be the opposite of their mentality, though. <laughs> yeah, true. Like, protect true. the football, you know. But, man, he'll throw to those weapons. Dude, Bryce Young is so fucking little. It's crazy. There was so some guy small. who used to beat up the, the listener line, like, demanding we apologize for saying Bryce Young is small. I mean, he, he, he is small. He's nebbish. Like, you can't see over the line. It's batted balls. No. It's crazy. Uh, the Jags watch the- got off to a slow start and look good. Uh, yeah, kind of close it out. Your guy Anthony Richardson, you know. Yeah, how do he look? He looked good. He looked confident. He looked looked dynamic. You know, so there's some rookie mistakes in there, but sure, uh, looked like a much better thrower. Had a good grasp of the offense. I'm I'm rooting for him. I think that's a a cool story. If he, it's gonna be hilarious well. when he leapfrogs Justin Fields. Oh, it'd be great. It'd be fantastic. You know, fields, fields, uh, fields stinks. He does. He truly stinks. Poosh is chalking it up already. And in, in all the, the, uh, Poosh is playing the hits. DM, all, all the texts, battle line. Coaching's Chase not helping him. He's, he's, you know, he's loafing. No weapons. is a moron. Da, 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 da. Like, come on, man. At some point, if you're that dude, you you, you just kind of rise above. You, you lift all boats a little bit. I think if you're yeah. truly that good, yeah. They they looked awful, awful. Uh, Packers look pretty good too. I mean, you know, we'll see what they do against the non Bears team. Um, I always think week two. You know, we always overreact. Not not just you and I. It's just natural yeah. to kind of overreact week one, and then it's interesting what will happen week two. Yeah. Uh. Bucks beat the Vikings, so I got Freddie into a survivor pool. I got, <laughs> I, got a, I got a few picks, and I convinced him that like, he really wanted to pick the Jags. I'm like, man, like this could be a trap game for the Jags. Let's go with the Vikings. Vikings lose week one, so I do apologize profusely to him. He's so pissed at me, uh, yeah. you know. And then, uh, but yeah, that was kind of a weird, weird game. Uh, I think the Vikings, the magic might be up there. <laughs> Titans losing a one pointer to the uh, Saints. The Saints made me happy. Some of the Titans fans have been in my DMs lately. Bad people. TC, what's going on? Uh, well, your Niners just took care of business, beating the preseason darling Steelers. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to, if you'd like to crow a little bit about that, but I'd also like. I assume you watched some of that game. I didn't watch any of these games. I was out at the the golf tournament. Cincy. What did our guy Kenny Pickett look like? I didn't watch too much of it. Purdy looked awesome, just surgical. Ayuk's going to be an absolute predator, uh, just like Ridley is this year uh, here in Jacks. Um, yeah, Purdy's shutting up the non-believers. You know, you you got people like like Nate Tice and uh, <laughs> Steven Ruiz. Ruiz put him at thirty third or thirty fourth in his QB rankings. It's so um, you know, it, it's. It is what it is. He's coming off injury and just shut everybody up. We'll see if he can do it. I expected a lot more of the Steelers. I did. Um, yeah. yeah. Pick it. You know, we'll see. Is Niners defense is is bunch of beasts. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what the Steelers can do week two. How about my guy uh, Jimmy G just getting a W per use? How about it? Yeah. Well, that was wild, huh? Uh, Broncos beating Mister Unlimited. Yeah, that was kind of yeah. both those Raiders and Broncos games and then the Titans-Saints games are both just like very mediocre teams squaring off, you know. Eagles-Patriots was a closer one. I didn't watch too much of that. Rams getting all over the Seahawks. Jumping was, on them. Yeah. 
was pretty wild. And then the Cowboys, Pusha's Cowboys, uh, 40 to nothing over Vanilla Vic. He's Pusha's so excited, but it's going to spoil him. You know, like this was his first week on the Cowboys experience and what a first week it was. Randy, I'm worried about your teams. I know I am too, especially with the Rogers injury. <laughs> That's a tough one. That scene last night with Rogers running out of the tunnel with the American flag to blacked out stadium and everything. And then him tearing his Achilles on the first series. TC, he's got 75 million guaranteed. It's crazy. He might not, like you could legitimately, he might not play again. Yeah. Like, I don't even like the guy and I feel legitimately bad for him. I know it does suck. I mean, it obviously sucks for the jets. It sucks for him. Oh, I know. I saw the Niners were working out um, Ian Book, the shitty uh, Notre Dame quarterback from a few years ago, the Brian Kelly special. He's, Saints cut him, I guess. I could see the Niners extracting value for, for Sam Darnold. Trading Darnold back? Trading Darnold to the Jets. And, you know, similar offense. Uh, yeah. It will be fascinating to see what the Jets do. Now the Jets are got... saddled with Hackett. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's it's delicious. I mean, Brady, uh, of course, he's he's with our guy Ed Bastian and, and the Delta hitters. I don't know if he wants to come out. Matt Ryan's up in the booth. A lot of interesting backups, though, or, or do they just or yeah. do, do they ride with Zach Wilson? Oh, it's know. what a mess. What a mess. Um, do we have anything else on that front? I think that's all the no. NFL stuff. How are your Reds doing? The Reds are fighting. They're, they're one of four teams battling for the last wild card spot. They're currently two games out of that. The schedule softens for them. They have 17 games left, TC. It's a sprint to the finish. I'm, I'm looking for, I think if they go 11 and six, then they're going to be playing postseason. In baseball, Oof. which is wild, but what's what's the remainder of their schedule looking like? The 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 Tigers, the Mets, Cardinals, Twins, Pirates, some yeah. some mixture of all those. Um, my guy Votto turned forty, hit a homer on his birthday, which I thought was pretty cool. I I I was really hoping if either he or the team has a firm plan to play or not next year that they would telegraph that as we come to the end of the season i am ready to hop on an airplane the last weekend of the season to fly to st louis if it is maybe he doesn't want that though maybe he wants I know. to just do it quietly and i just you're like, you're the kind of guy who who shits all over these big well i don't need a you big know, I, you just got to give the fans they have six more games at home they have one more home stand yeah. not this week the week after this I do think the fans, though, deserve at least give them a game to come out and say thank you, right? I, I do think that would be nice. What's your read? What's your hunch? He's going to come back. I, I honestly think Joey wants to play. So my hunch is he's going to try to play next year. I hope the Reds can work with him to get to some arrangement that works for both of them. I think it'd be super fun to have Votto around as a part-time DH first baseman with like a young team that... yeah you know, could make the playoffs. I'd, I'd rather him go out like that than, you know, if they miss the playoffs and not really honor him this year. Or if he, you know, if the Reds are like, hey, you're not in our plans, and he goes and plays a year somewhere else, 
I wouldn't begrudge him, but it feels like I do think though. Yeah, I, I do think, figure it, figure it out. I do think spending his entire career with one team seems to mean a lot to him. So yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I'm secretly hopeful that he'll be back next year. Okay. Um, my Braves are kicking ass, Randy. They're so good. They're so good. It's crazy. I mean, playoff, I playoff baseball. Like 50 home runs. Yeah. Acuna is just yeah. incredible. Freddie the loves Acuna. Spencer Strider is so freaking good, the pitcher. Yeah. They, they, they are really good. Playoff baseball, I was going to say, is a bit of a crapshoot. You know, you get into some of the shorter yeah. series, you never know. But, yeah, the Braves, they're the most impressive team to me in the regular season. Randy, are you an immaculate grid guy? You do the I grid? play. I, I don't. I don't. I, there are certainly days I miss it, but I do enjoy it. Okay. I've, I, I really, really, really enjoy it. it. Yeah. I've had to stop because <laughs> it just puts me in this tailspin, this existential crisis when something's on the tip of my tongue. Yes. Or, and like yeah. also, I have like a 15 to 18 year blind spot where like right. I just straight up don't know anybody that's played for like from like. 2000 I, I don't know just like the last five years and for it's just it's not good it's not good i've i've got not the repository that i need to play it i i totally sympathize with your i hate that feeling of somebody being on the tip of your tongue and you just can't find it it was like when we were walking around sweden last summer and none of us could think of antonio alfonseca the six-fingered closer yeah and plus some of it's like you know memorizing like all the teams that mike cameron played for <laughs> right. you know or matt stairs there are like, certain players i guess cheat code guys yeah. i was gonna say are there certain players you come back to and guess when you just can't think of anybody like you know on the totally. pitching side jamie moyer yeah. Uh, my guy, the old closer, Lee Smith. There's certain guys I'm yeah. like, ah, maybe he's Mike played for Stanton, both of these teams. Kent yeah. Berker, yeah, yeah. You know, Reggie Sanders. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's fun, though. I've tried the football one. It's not quite the same. There's not enough movement in football, I don't think, either. No, I haven't gotten into any other sports. I have kind of strictly baseball. Yeah. Uh, should we get into some, some uh, airline stuff to close it out? Yeah, hit me with some quick airline stuff. What, what yeah. is well, is American all, Air doing anything shitty? Yeah, I mean, you know, the usual shit. Our, our our friend Harry Arnett, he's mad as hell at him. They they messed him over on on uh, a European trip. Uh, they got fined, record breaking FAA fine for keeping people on the tarmac. Which I you know I would assume this is like a lifetime achievement award that they've done it so many times and it's been so egregious that. You know, they just can't can't abide by it anymore. So shout out to Mayor Pete for that one. Venus Williams said that calling American Airlines for her lost luggage is, is turned into a full time job. Um so shout out to shout out to them. And we that. like Venus. This is a Venus yeah. Williams house. Yeah. Big big fan of Venus. Uh on the Delta Sky Team front, we talked about it a little bit on the podcast this week. Billy Horschel preemptively tweeting about his luggage just, not being on the plane 90 yeah, minutes Yeah, you just got to be flight. chill, Billy. Be chill. Yeah, that was tough. That was really tough. Got to be better. And then he deleted the tweet. So that's, I see that's him around, around here in Ponte Vedra. I'm going to talk to him about that. Uh, the AirTag stuff. Like, you can't be a Karen. You know? No. Yeah, if it's 20 minutes before whatever, like, like that's why sometimes with the AirTags, I don't look at them when I'm actually traveling. It's almost like... If the stuff goes missing, then I know where it is. But you're not right. going to be able to do anything about it, you know. 
you mentioned earlier Tom Brady's joining Delta as a strategic advisor. Seems like a good use of resources there. I'm I'm thinking it may be related to them bailing out uh, Wheels Up. Oh, because they lent Wheels Up another yeah. like four hundred million dollars, and they already have an ownership stake. And I think Wheels yeah. Up bought Delta private jets. It's crazy to me that like Wheels Up is so poorly run or capitalized that they can't that in this economy, like with private jet, use just absolutely soaring over the last three or four years that you can't make money. There's a shortage of, of, of metal out there and, and they're losing money hand over fist. Cause it was this, like they signed a bunch of bad deals with people. And none of those people were using basically. Yeah. We got to get pack. I think pack would do well with a wheels up. He might have to at this point. He might you be know? on the no fly list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you saw this. This broke this morning. Uh, some Delta Delta passengers on a flight. Uh, they were they were stuck on an island in Portugal after their plane was rerouted. This is courtesy of the Daily Loud, which I've been getting a lot of a lot of stuff from the Daily Loud lately. I and I never know if it's true or not. Uh, yeah. Uh, they were then told to be grateful that the plane didn't crash. Uh, which, you know, which listen, <laughs> I think in, in a sense, like that's absolutely correct. Yeah. Uh, we've got the, uh, the diarrhea flight update. We do have an update there. Uh, it was a woman we're told, uh, and she got back on the flight. Kind of a surprise that, <laughs> that, how could you face your fellow passenger? Oh God. Uh, you know, have, have, People who were on the flight have tweeted. There was there was the aftermath video that was that was tweeted out. My mom's been texting me about it. She's been so tickled by the whole thing. Uh, it, it's it's crazy. So uh, speaking of of kind of fecal stuff, there was a farting dog uh, on a Singapore Airlines <laughs> flight. That, you see, uh, this tickled me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this was I saw this in the Daily Star. Uh, Gill and Warren Press. Or a, a couple, they were on a long haul flight from Paris to Singapore, and they are now suing Singapore Airlines over an alleged farting dog who completely ruined their 13 hour flight. They apparently they just couldn't get away from this this dog. He just kept farting. TC, imagine if you and I were were doing our trip to the Singapore airport, and we we got stuck next to this dog who I'm sure is like some. F- I don't know, fake service dog, or they bought him a ticket, whatever, and we just had to smell dog farts all. Oh my god, I'd be so mad. But TC dogs do not belong on planes. Let me let me let me emphasize that. If Mayor Pete wants a plank to run on, get these dogs and animals off the plane. They can go below. Yeah. Randy, I'm a dog owner. I have two dogs, and I could not agree more. Uh, I guess this owner was was. Yeah, they had the dog in in its little vestibule, and then the dog just started farting all over the place. They couldn't have the dog in the aisle because the trolleys couldn't get through, so I had to come in farther. The dog was under uh, the, the the husband's feet, and it was just wafting straight up to his nose, I guess. So uh, the couple then moved to the front of the economy class, which was freed up by members of the cabin crew. And props, they still, you know, props, props for trying. Yeah, to do so that's why I'm kind of. So, like, it sounds like Singapore tried to 
make the situation right. They gave him a travel voucher worth 95 pounds. And, <laughs> That's, uh, tough. That's tough. A 95 you know, and pound then, travel voucher. But they moved him, right? At I the know. front of the cabin, too. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I struggle with this a little bit. So if, uh, Randy, if I'm on a 13 hour flight and I'm smelling any dog farts, I might, I might go Pac-Man. I, I might, I had, it might be I had terroristic threat. Shit on my foot on an American flight one time. You remember That's that? That's right. You should have, is it too late to sue him? I think the statute of limitations is probably up. This was like 29, 2018 or 2019. Oh back my from God. San Diego. Oh um, let's see here. What else? Yeah. I mean, also, Publix. I was in Publix this morning. They got signs up all over the place. No pets allowed. Service animals only, and they will check. So, shout out to Publix for that, right? I, I Listen, I don't say much good things about Publix, but I will commend them for that policy. That That is wonderful to hear. Um, in other Star Alliance news, uh, of course, we had the, the, the aforementioned Pac-Man incident. Uh, United had a full ground stop last week. It was quick. It only lasted like an hour to 90 minutes and then they were back doing their thing. It was some sort of computer issue. Have we talked about the pilot with the axe in Denver? No, I don't think we did. He was, yeah, that was a few weeks ago. I don't think we've chopped since then. Well, yeah, I mean, Maybe he, was we chopping. Have. Uh, he was chopping <laughs> the, the uh, parking gate uh, yeah. out there at Denver. Uh, some sort of anger issue there. Not happy with the parking gate. There's nothing more frustrating though than when you get home and like the parking kiosk won't take your credit card or Amen. stuff like that. Uh, and then lastly, Air Canada, um, they escorted a couple of passengers off the plane after these people protested that uh, their seat was smeared in vomit. Uh, Air Canada has finally apologized to these two women. Air Canada is a fucking disgrace. Like straight up, like Canadians have some pride. If they need to nationalize the airline, nationalize the airline. It is so bad. I've heard more horror stories from people flying Air Canada than anybody else. It's crazy. Well, there you have it. How were your recent travels? Uh, smooth. Honestly, I was uh, Denver to God. Where'd I go? Oh, Denver to a. No, Denver to Boston, Boston to Edinburgh via Delta was great. And then Edinburgh to Atlanta, Atlanta to Cincinnati on Delta. Okay. And then United flight from Cincinnati back out here to Denver. And it was it was all great. The airports were good. Um you know, it was nice to make that like quarter mile walk from the Edinburgh airport out to the rental car area. Yeah, that's tough. under the little under the little tube with the painted lines. I, I got to feel like they could help move people a little bit out there, but yeah, other it's than the that, same thing all, in Glasgow too. Glasgow is the yeah. same thing there. Was it a shitbox like narrow body from Boston to Edinburgh or was it a wide body? It was it was bad. It was like a 757. I hate, uh, I hate it when they fly those. Yeah. Those, old you know, plane too. Transatlantic. Yeah. Uh, and then you're still buzzing from the fruit, the fruit at, at, uh, at a Heathrow on offer yeah. in the Queens terminal, right? In the Queens terminal. Yeah. Pret, 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 a monger or something. The, the, <laughs> that's the just a pre, pre may at Culpa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I apologize. The English folks, the British folks, the Scott, I think there was one in Edinburgh too. They'll correct me on the pronunciation, but TC, they, they had this fresh fruit cup that had 
pomegranate, mango. Um, what else was in there? Legitimately fresh fruit. And I think it cost, oh, I took a picture of it, but I think it cost, it was under four pounds. And I was just saying to, to get that type of fruit fresh at an American airport, you, you'd legitimately pay 150 bucks for that. It, it's incredible. <laughs> The, the food on on offer at Heathrow in the Queen's Terminal, God bless the Queen, long live the Queen, was fantastic. I, I, I just feel the like they have, yeah, I, like how can we not get street pricing to American airports and stadiums? Like that that should be our next bipartisan issue. After they, getting the they've got it point. out in in Portland and Seattle, they have it. Yeah. And also like healthy stuff. Yeah, offered too. Like you know, yeah. the fact that I can't get a good salad places—it's just a bunch of fried bullshit. Um, yeah, yeah, I just want some fruit and vegetables. Like I want to feel like I'm putting something good in my body. Randy, was it tough going to the back, back to the back of the bus after your your lay flat experience? <laughs> it was, it was legitimately. I know you, you get a little taste of it. You wet the beak a little bit, and then. I mean, I was still in, uh, I was Delta Comfort Plus. So I was like one behind the the yeah. ballers up in the lay flats. But yeah, it's just not the same. That I will say that Boston to Edinburgh flight though is is nice. So short. In that, yeah, it's so short. And so you, you get a little nap, you know, you eat dinner, you watch a movie maybe, you get a little nap, and then you're arriving. It, it wasn't yeah. bad. It was the Denver to Heathrow where it really becomes, that was a great one to have the, the lie flat on. See, I'm still doing the gorge myself in the lounge and then try to go right to sleep. Like I'm going to, on the way to Spain next week. Yeah. I'm going you- I'm going here to I think I'm going here to Houston or here to Dulles. Dullest to Zurich. And I'm I'm going to visit our buddy Pascal and see his oh, ice no cream shit. shop in Basel. And then I'm flying Basel to uh uh, I was going to try to find a Gibraltar from London, but I'm doing uh, Basel to uh, uh, wherever. Malaga? Malaga, yeah. And Malaga, then, yeah. yeah. And then on the way back, I think I'm going back through Zurich again. Um, but uh, but I'm, yeah. I'm a little just, nervous. I got, not nervous, but just it's long. I got the Denver to Frankfurt and then Frankfurt oh, wow. to Malaga. What's your status shaping up? I think I think year. I'm gonna hit I, th- I think I'm gonna hit platinum no problem on United and I think I'm gonna get to gold on Delta. Okay, I, I'm I'm thinking long and hard TC about just es- eschewing Delta, dropping status, and just pouring all my resources into United so I can get these think, lay flats. I think you could probably make Premier One K with United yeah. next year, like for for 2025 with some of our I travels so, upcoming. Too. Uh, I want to shout out the Eagle County Airport. Eagle Vale went out there uh, for a wedding. Flew into Eagle. Fantastic little regional airport. New terminal. Great little bar there. It was awesome. They had rocking chairs. I'm a sucker for rocking chairs in airports. Um, It was great. Denver, it remains a complete disaster. It's just, it's so crowded. There's just so much going on. I know. I know. I was going to say uh, with that pilot, the frustration, there's nothing worse than getting home from a long trip and a long flight. And then you're dealing with like an overcrowded tram because you can't walk out to baggage claim. It's it just, yeah. there's a lot of stuff about Denver that's tough. 
the uh, I, f- I found myself going out to Terminal C, not to go to the Amex Lounge, but just to go to Root Down. Root, yeah. Um, there's that little faux place or pho place up in up in the upstairs of Terminal B or Concourse B as well. There, I think they got some good new stuff going in Terminal yeah. C. I want to say, and I think B too. There's like a Japanese place going in. Maybe that's um, yeah. They got some like yeah. kind of local stuff going in yeah. in a few of the terminals. And then uh, I, I do, you know, where I did eat. I I've I've walked by it maybe. 200 times over the last 10 years steve's snapping dogs oh yeah i know exactly <laughs> Wayne got a hot dog there it was great so yeah i'm a sucker for especially if it's if i have a morning flight in terminal b i always grab myself a little donut from voodoo donuts voodoo? in denver yeah. yeah yeah uh angie's uh angie's subs is going into here to uh jacksonville that's not behind the the uh head of the jacksonville airport on a flight uh, back from Newark last month. Yeah, getting the, so, um, what's the real good sauce they have? The Peruvian sauce? The Peruvian, yeah. Oh, that's the good stuff. Yeah. Um, trying to think what else I've got airport related. That's really it. Otherwise, it's just, yeah, got, got some upcoming travels. And then, uh, Randy, I've been home for a while. It's been nice. I've been making all sorts of duck. I've been making, my, my sons, both of them, they love duck, it turns out. So I've been making... <laughs> All, all sorts of preparations of duck. We, we, I'm laughing at duck. Cody and I, this is a complete aside. When we were over at the Women's Open, we went out to eat at this Chinese restaurant. And God, I wish I remember the name. We probably mentioned it on the, the recap pod, maybe. But we saw Martin Slumbers and a table of three of his buddies. And they took down the biggest plate of duck I have ever seen. And I think duck? every... Yeah, every time I think of duck, it was shredded. It was like just pre, just piled on this plate, just shredded duck. I'll I'll never not think of Martin Slumbers and his boys when I hear duck. Anyway, Martin sorry. Slumbers, Freddie, Gustav, yeah. loving duck. Yeah, I've been eating, yeah. I've been making it on the stove. I've been making it smoked. I, I can't buy enough duck, Randy, and been making it with this artichoke baragool recipe. That's kind oh, of a, yeah. Court school recipe, and then kind of turned that into like this artichoke hash, and then uh, yeah, some some cool Oregon and Washington wines that that I've been into lately. So uh, just you know, starting to cool off finally here in Jacks. Yeah, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. It's great. We obviously big trip for us next week to Spain for the Solheim. After that, though, I'm going to be in Denver for a while, which I'm looking forward to. And yeah, the, the cool air, the cool temperatures. I, I cannot wait. And you know what's TC soup season soup season's oh, coming. I love that. Uh, I'm stoked for the food in Spain next week too. Yeah, I'm too, you know, and the late dinners, you know, the late yeah. dinner culture. Yeah. I've looked into you know, flying into Barcelona or Madrid and hanging out there for a day, but just too tough, too tough to get down to the coast from there. Yeah, it's it, they're pretty far away. I, I was the yeah. same thing. I've never been anywhere, but I think yeah. just probably going in and out of Malaga this trip. Yeah. Well, everybody, thank you. Go support our our, our friends at Stone Creek, H and B, Omni, um, and Randy. I'll I'll see you in Spain next week, big guy. Yeah, amen. Safe travels up this week to New York, to the H&B warehouse, factory, uh, new office. And um, 
I believe next week will be an owner's pod, if I'm not mistaken. Owner's pod next week. Yeah, I'm actually doing the research this afternoon for that. Neil's been hard at work doing his research. So more to come there. And then, uh, yeah, and then we'll, we'll keep keep at it with these with these chop sessions through football season we'll have some nfl specific uh episodes as well and some perfect clubs coming up too uh randy how long is your layover in frankfurt i need to ask oh it's 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 a good amount like four hours maybe oh god you're gonna get a pretzel yeah you should go get a beer and a pretzel and god yeah. i wish i could get you into the the, the uh <laughs> the lufthansa center lounge or the swiss air yeah. lounge Damn, I know. I might have to, if they'll offer a, I might just buy a pass. I don't know, but definitely looking for a, a, a dog and a, a pre, you know, a brat, a pretzel and a beer. Oh, that sounds delicious. Great way to start the day and stave off some jet lag. Exactly. So. All right, TC, we'll get you out of here. Great chopping it up. Thanks everybody for listening. And uh, we'll be back. Well, some of us will be back next week with an owner's pod. Cheers. <laughs>